Hi everyone, and welcome to another BHCS My World podcast. In this episode, we get to hear from Mrs. Moore. Now she is our IT specialist in the school, and she gets to discuss the dangers of our over-reliance on online relationships, including social media. Some of the topics it gets us us to think about are like what are the potential benefits and risks associated with excessive internet use, but also our relationship with social networking platforms. Why might someone act out of character to increase their online popularity? What are the consequences of making online comments, posts, including posting photographs, rather than sharing things in an offline way. I hope it gets you thinking a bit more about the world around you and the part you play in it. Enjoy listening. Hi, Mrs. Moore. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today about a really important topic that I think affects almost everybody. It's the over-reliance on online relationships, including our relationships with social media. And it's an important topic. So let's just kick off, shall we? What what are the potential benefits and risks associated with internet use, in particular, looking at our use of social networking sites? There are several benefits, um, keeping in contact with friends and family, um, especially during the lockdown that we had in 2020. And um, if we're sort of quite far apart from family and friends or we're unwell and can't get out and about. So that's a really positive way of feeling like you still know what's going on. You can find groups on social media that reflect interest. You can connect with like minded people and extend your knowledge. Entertainment to cheer us up and we can find support groups. However, there are dangers. So particularly when you're joining various groups online, you don't actually know who is involved with those and how legitimate they are, how safe they are. People aren't always what they appear to be. And, you know, paedophiles in particular will use social media to groom their next victim. Um, Another problem is people see something on social media and presume automatically it's the truth. And fake news is a big problem um, in society today. Cyberbullying is another issue. Um, people tend to be a bit braver online and they'll say things and do things maybe that um, they wouldn't do to somebody's face. It's also very dangerous, um, but very easy to be exposed to negative media. So that could be things like radicalization, pornography, drugs, alcohol, violence. And those types of things can actually damage the outlook on, on the way people look at things and lead to criminal behavior. Um, Another big challenge um, for some people of your age group really is that the way body image is presented online, what you see on your on social media and what you see with your your vloggers, um, they spend an awful lot of time and money making their bodies look that way, and they use the technology to change it and tweak it. And it's an unrealistic expectation for us to think we we, we should look like that. Um, another negative: if you spend too much time using technology to maintain relationships, you become obsessive about your number of followers or your friends or your streaks. Um, And another big problem the industry is finding is people are losing their social skills. They forget how to communicate with people face to face. That's, uh, I'm so pleased you touched on that point about sort of the, the the lack of realism sometimes by living life through the social networking sites. 
I, I have a, a huge concern, as I'm sure every parent and teacher does, about the risks facing our young people. Can you just share some of the, the things that a person can do to reduce the risks um, with our use of Instagram, Snapchat, WhatsApp, Facebook, etc.? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, keep your privacy settings as private as possible, whatever the highest setting is. Um, only accept friend requests from people that you actually know personally, and even then be careful. Um, I, I had somebody in my teacher group some years ago who had a, a fake profile set up about them, and they started, they messaged all the students' friends, and they um, to sort of say, oh, my, my Facebook page profile's cra um, crashed, so um, I've created a new one. Um, the, all these people accepted the friend requests, and it was only when the student came into school next day that she knew anything about it, when everybody was being really horrid to her, because whoever faked her profile actually set up false um, information, false statements um, that were really quite nasty about people. And she had absolutely no idea this had happened. Um, so it's so important you keep those privacy settings on as high as they can be. Um, and, and another situation I had, I had a, a student who was accepting friends from any old person. And she told me she'd accepted this, this 50 year old man as a friend who she didn't know. And I asked her, why? Why do you think he wants to be friends with you? And he actually started sending her um, some pictures of his bits um, and um, making various sexual comments. She was in year nine. Fortunately, she had a good relationship with her dad and her dad, uh, dad text uh, messaged this, this man back and um, dealt with him. Um, and, uh, you know, and despite the fact this, this girl had said she's only 14 years of age, this, this 50 year old man still kept posting and sending these messages to her. Um, if you're being bullied online or trolled, don't reply. Leave the group or block the person. Save the evidence if necessary in case you have to go to the police. Um, and never, ever, ever post anything that someone can use as evidence against you. Once it's been posted, you can't get it back. And what I always do when I teach, and some of you I've taught will know this, don't post anything, whether it be text or images, that you wouldn't want your grandma to see. Perfect. And I'm re I really like the fact that you've actually answered quite a lot of the, the questions I was going to ask you a bit later on. There is a, one other thing, Mrs. Moore, um, which is what are the impacts of social media on people's actions? So have you, you know, has there been enough study and research to say they've noticed how people behave differently when they spend an inordinate amount of time on social media sites? Um, yeah, I mean, there has been research, uh, and we also hear about it in the news as well. Um, you know, people that spend too much time on, in the online world can lose touch with reality. And we hear on the news on a too regular, regular basis um, of school shootings in America. And when they go to court, um, and if the person hasn't been shot by the police, very often they discover it's people that are reclusives, they don't mix with other people, all their relationships are online, they spend too much time playing violent games. Um, and it is making sure that you understand the difference between um, online life and real life. Um, unfortunately, if you spend too long on um, online, then you um, it normalizes dangerous behavior. You've got to get that balance right. Um, and there was a, a research done in America, actually, um, where because when you're online, you're not face to face someone, it gives you a degree of anonymity. I can't say the word anonymity. Um, there was an experiment where they asked some people to give a stranger an electric shock and the people that were reflecting the pain, one group had their faces showing, 
The other group were allowed to cover their heads and faces so they couldn't be identified. Those who hid their identity inflicted far stronger electric shocks than those who didn't. So being invisible, not being seen by the person who is the victim, made them braver about being nastier effectively. And obviously, if you are making statements and comments um, about a particular person, then that causes, that has a massive impact on their mental health, on anxiety, self-harm. And again, unfortunately, all too often we hear about in the news that it leads to suicide. Um, uh, there's a, thanks for that, Mrs. Moore. There's a lot of things that I see um, on, on social media sites, which I'm just not happy with. I disagree with with what's been said or how a person's behaved. Uh, what, what what kind of things can we do if we are really concerned about what we've seen that's been posted? And it, it could be a multitude of reasons. Can you elaborate? Yeah. I mean, obviously, we, again, cast your mind back to your computing lessons in year seven and eight, and we did cover this. But there are a variety of different ways to report inappropriate content or contact. Um, social media platforms have a report option, as do email providers. Each one's slightly different, but they're usually very easy to find. So if you come across something like that, you can report it. Um, if you come across something online that relates to, ch to, to child abuse, um, you can report that to the Internet Watch Foundation, uh, which is iwf.org.uk. Frighteningly, last year they moved more than 130,000 web pages showing pictures of child sexual abuse. 40% of those were children aged 10 or under, and I find those statistics horrifying. Online hate speech can be reported to True Vision, and extremism can be reported to the Counterterrorism Referral Unit. Lots of websites have guidance and links to get help reporting inappropriate content. Fantastic. Right. And I, I really hope um, that the students, while they're listening to this, are actually taking note of that. I might actually put some of those th that information actually in the podcast at the bottom of, of, of the text um, box. Um, right. Final question. What are the consequences of making a comment or a post or posting something that really should not ever have gone online at all? Again, the big one is once it has been posted it is there forever. Somebody somewhere, there's a, every chance that somebody somewhere has taken a screenshot of it or has saved it to their profile. Um, you can't get rid of it. And um, I think one of the biggest concerns is when we post something when we're very angry, when we're emotionally distressed in some way. And it's something that once you've said, you might feel that you, you wish you had never said it. Um, there have been cases, um, again, where particularly involving teenagers where um, girls have been going, well, boys and girls have been going out with each other um, and they strip off and they take, have new pictures of each other, they split up and then those new pictures are posted around the world. And again, we hear all too often of cases where people end up by taking their life because of the humiliation and embarrassment that is felt um, by those people because although they've give, sometimes given these pictures in, in good faith, they certainly were never meant for anybody else's eyes. Um, people will use stuff against you. Um, you know, so it's too easy to take these things out of context because you can't hear tone of voice, you can't read body language. Again, it can make some messages come across as being quite abrupt. Um, so it's really, really important. Again, it goes back to my thing, don't post anything you wouldn't show to your grandmother. Um, the other thing, of course, to be aware of is that employers and universities will look at uh, potential students or um, workers social media accounts just to see what type of person they are 
So again, think about it. Is this by posting this comment? Is this how I want people to see me? If this summarised me as a person, is that how I want to be seen? Oh, Mrs. Moore, perfectly put. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to the students today. Um, you You're look after yourself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cheerio. Bye. Bye.